0: Hey everyone, it's me Sarah, your Christian Forgiveness Coach, and you are listening to Forgive Everyone for Everything Every Day Right Away, episode number 58, Forgiveness and Hypocrisy. So I had such an interesting experience with my family this week. I've got two teens and one almost teen, and things are changing. (laughs) But here's the reason I got to thinking about hypocrisy. So I got kind of upset with some of my kids' behavior But then I also realized I do the exact same thing. I said something that upset them and they totally shut down. They wouldn't talk to me. And being on the receiving end of that disconnection was hard. I wanted it to end and I wanted them to take responsibility for it and stop acting that way. But then I realized, wait a minute, when my husband says something and I get upset, I do the same thing. So how could I tell my kids not to act that way when I act that way? Doesn't that make me a hypocrite? And if you Google Bible and hypocrite, you will get a lot of verses. Scripture has a whole lot to say about hypocrisy. One that hit me the most was in John. He says a couple things, one in chapter 2 and one in chapter 4. He says, if anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God whom he has not seen. And then in chapter four, he says something similar. He says, whoever says he's in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. Hmm. Okay, so I really started to examine what causes us to do this? What causes us to become hypocrites? And first I found that there's judgment, right? Judgment that the other person's doing it wrong. They said something wrong or they acted wrong. But underneath that, it comes back to us. And what I found was shame. What I found were thoughts like I'm doing it wrong. Or maybe the thought is even, I am wrong. And there's actually a bit of difference between these two thoughts. So I want to address both of them. So first, that thought, I am wrong, it's different than I'm doing it wrong. Because if we believe the thought, I am wrong, there's like there's like no opportunity for growth there. If we believe the thought that we are wrong, then we don't believe that we can be good or worthy or lovable. And this is 100% a thought that the enemy wants us to believe. This thought is never true, ever. Never, ever in your life, no matter what you've done or not done, no matter how many mistakes You have made or opportunities that you have passed by, nothing, and I mean nothing, makes you wrong as a human being. If you are human, then you were created by God, and God does not make mistakes. Period. But that brings us to that other thought because while God doesn't make mistakes, humans do. But making a mistake is not the same as being a mistake. So I think it's important to make that distinction. We are not mistakes, but we can make choices that we can categorize as mistakes. So back to that other thought, I'm doing it wrong. Now, this is a common and very normal human thought, but there's a lot of opportunity here to examine this. Because it's not always true. In fact, you are the one who gets to decide if it's true or not. But when we just take this thought and believe it without questioning it, that's when we can kind of get ourselves into trouble. Believing it without questioning it leads us to shame. And shame leads us to things like hiding, disconnecting from others, and sometimes even defending ourselves or justifying our behavior. So in my family, my husband said something to me that caused me to think I was doing it wrong. I said something to my daughter that caused her to think she was doing it wrong. And then later I said something to my son that caused him to think he was doing it wrong. And all of us were feeling shame and all of us were disconnected from one another. And that's painful stuff. But what's the lesson here? Is it that we're doing it wrong and need to change the way we're doing it? Does doing it wrong mean we are wrong? Do we believe that lie? For me, I don't, I don't think I believe that lie, but my kids might be. So there's an opportunity for me as a parent to have that conversation, just like I'm having it with you right now. And I also see the lesson for me in this, being on the receiving end of the disconnect, being the one who said the thing that caused my kids to feel and think what they were feeling. I didn't like being on that side of it. I noticed the same thought come in for me, and it was, I'm doing it wrong. As well as things like, oh, I should not have said that, and I need to fix this before I decide what I want to do, I've got to clean up my own mind and my own thoughts and beliefs. I was blaming my words for my kids feeling shame. What I needed to understand was that they're human with a brain just like mine And while I do want to be the kind of person who takes responsibility for my words and my actions, I don't want to be the kind of person who feels this desperate need to fix something that isn't broken. My kids are not wrong for feeling the way they do. My kids are not people who need to be fixed, and neither am I. Do I want to get better? Yes, of course. I want to love more. I want to be more of a light. I want to trust in God more. I want to be a safe place for my kids to come and to be themselves. But where I get into trouble and where I have to catch myself, being that hypocrite is when I think they're doing it wrong and shouldn't be doing that. But the reason I think that is because I think I'm doing it wrong and I shouldn't be like that. And then I feel shame and then I come off as righteous or I make excuses and I'm not loving or approachable. So the lesson here is when we're judging others for their actions, or where are we judging others for their actions when we are in fact doing the same thing? And then we therefore end up judging ourselves And I want to offer that we always start right there with ourselves, not the other person. So what if we started talking to ourselves like this? Instead of telling ourselves we're doing it wrong, which in my experience rarely leads to anything productive, what if we ask ourselves instead something like, what would I like to do differently here? And then lovingly answer that question. Try that out for yourself and notice how differently you feel when you ask yourself, what would I like to do differently here versus I did that wrong. Really sit with each of those and notice how you feel. Notice what other thoughts come into your head and notice what do you feel like doing or not doing when you focus on each of those. So just that little shift and how we word things and how we talk to ourselves can make a huge difference. All right, talk to you next time. Bye.